Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Kate Constable here with you as we get back to the games. And let's start with the Chiefs and the Raiders. Kansas City, nine-point favorites on the road with a total of 42-and-a-half. Kate, the way that I am looking at this game is basically figuring out how much we trust this Chiefs offense. Yeah, Pat Mahomes is phenomenal. Andy Reid's phenomenal. That's fine. But the receivers, they've been a big question mark pretty much all season long. Can you trust this offense enough to cover what is a rather big spread? I don't know if you can, right? If they can't, if they can't score in the second half and they haven't at all in the last three games, I, 30, they've been outscored in the second half 38 to zero the last three games. Can you expect them to cover mm-hmm. a nine-point spread? I don't I, I mean, I would love I I want to bet the Chiefs. I think they're a significantly better team, but they really mm-hmm. haven't like, what have they showed us lately? That's proven that I, I keep waiting for them to kind of get right. And to get back to the team that we saw last year and a couple of years prior, but that just doesn't seem to be happening. So laying nine um, on the road, when you can't score in the second half, that just seems like a problem. Now it's the game that I'm going to bet the Raiders to cover this, that the chiefs finally do figure it out and explode for 20, 21 something points in the second half. That seems like it's, it would mm-hmm. be how that happens for me. But I think in this case, especially with uh, Aiden O'Connell playing fairly well lately, I mean, he's gone over his passing prop in three of his four starts this year. This game is also in a dome. So you got to imagine that that will help uh, only, you know, help his passing yards and what he's able to do on that Raiders offense. So I'm leaning towards um, grabbing the points with Las Vegas against this Chiefs team. It's not just any dome, Kate. It's the Roomba. And that's really important in terms of handicapping a game like this. The Roomba effect has a very important uh, dealer. You got a Roomba uh, at your place? (laughs) Oh, oh, that Roomba. Oh, the vacuum. No, I don't. I've always wanted one because I hate vacuuming. Is that what the dome is called? The Roomba dome? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Well, no, it just looks like a Roomba. Yeah, it just looks like oh. one. Like it's not actually. How do you mean it's yeah, like sponsored it's like, by Roomba? <laughs> no, 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 no. It just looks like one. The, the pictures, you know, it's you know, cylindrical and it's black. And so you go, okay, well, it must be a really large carpet that they're still cleaning up underneath. I don't know. It's Vegas, yeah. but do no, you have that's, a Roomba? that's all I meant. I do not. I do not. Uh, a lot of hardwood floors here. So the Roomba probably doesn't work out very well, but. Yeah, uh, I, I do have lots of Swiffers and mops. Uh, I do love those. <laughs> that, that, those are definitely I'm, my I might be buying out. like a um, wet vacuum on Black Friday. That might be my purchase, which just tells okay. you how old I am. That Black Friday, I'm thinking about buying a vacuum. That's not, what you're going to be doing instead of watching the Black Friday game. Exactly. Instead of that, you're going to be exactly. buying. Okay. That, that's yeah, fair. I won't be running the the under Black and then... Friday. I'll just be buying vacuums. Right. Right. No, that's fair. No, I mean, either either or the other. I think uh, it's exciting no matter how you look at it. Uh, This game is a stay away for me. uh, And I I think you have the nail on the head as far as why, because the red zone sputtering for the Chiefs, the drops, the fact that Andy Reid does get conservative in key fourth down spots. I think all of those things matter when it comes to trying to figure out if the Chiefs can cover a rather large number. And even if you don't necessarily trust this Raiders secondary, and many times I don't, I still think, though, that the Chiefs' conservatism, especially how often Pat Mahomes has been throwing behind the line of scrimmage, 
all of these things are adding up to me to where I go, okay, yeah, I think the Chiefs can reliably score 21 points in a game like this. It's not going to be much more than that. And do you believe that Aiden O'Connell to Devontae Adams can be a more than adequate connection to keep this game close? I do. And I love this Chiefs pass defense. I, I think it's secondary is scrappy. It's young. It's talented. It's well coached. All those things are true. But at some point, Devontae Adams still has to be the guy, right? Like sometimes a receiver can be so transcendent that he can beat most defenses. And that's probably what's going to happen here, where Adams is going to be the one to at least keep this game interesting and captivating and probably uh, keeping the Raiders within nine here. Yeah, I would imagine. My only concern there is um, Legereus Sneed's been pretty good recently. Held uh, A.J. Brown to one reception. Tyreek Hill, 62 yards. So maybe Adams has a little bit um, quieter game. But someone on the receiving mm -hmm. core for the Raiders is is bound to put up a big number. Also, um, sure. Mario just put in our chat, Jack Del Rio, fired. Out Whoa. at uh, Washington. A little breaking wow. news here. Okay, then. Yeah, right. Goodness Sounds gracious. Bad. Yes. Uh, defensive coordinator for uh, the commanders, Jack Del Rio, is out. Uh, something about giving up a ton of points to Dak Prescott and company. Who would have thought that? But, yeah, uh, it's funny, too, because uh, the report yesterday was that they were going to make, you know, broad sweeping evaluations at the end of the season. Uh, but yeah. now Ron Rivera is going to be calling the defensive plays. So that will be interesting as far as uh, what that will look like down the stretch, uh, especially with the pass rushers they've traded away. Uh, but also, too, uh, maybe this is running counter to what we were expecting as far as letting the season play out and then figuring out what changes need to be made. Sounds like maybe this new ownership group is a little more impatient than we were expecting. Well, I feel like this is bad news for Ron Rivera because he is going to be calling mm -hmm. the defensive plays. If things don't turn around pretty quickly, like his leash is already extremely short. Any missteps now being in charge of play calling, it's only going to expedite his, his departure, I think, even more. So it's not a great sign for Rivera to have his defensive coordinator get fired because it probably means that he is, is next if things aren't mm -hmm. fixed quickly. Uh, I wonder if odds have moved at all on Rivera to be the first coach fired with this taking place this morning or how that's affecting that market. Right. Yeah. Next coach fired. Uh, we'll do a little bit of digging and uh, probably circle back to that one uh, before the end of the show for sure. But uh, definitely I have to believe that uh, that will move uh, at least a little bit uh, for Ron Rivera to be the next coach fired. Tell you what, let's uh, put this on hold. We'll come back to it. But in the meantime, let's get to the Bills and the Eagles. This line has moved a little bit. Uh, it is now Eagles minus three. Was three in the hook uh, earlier this week, but uh, that is where we stand right now. It is uh, Eagles minus three on BetMGM with a total of 48 and a half. What do you like here? I like, I hate that I like the Bills, but I do like the Bills. And and partially um, what we talked to John Daigle about is just the spot for Philly. They're coming off of a big up, upset win um, over the Chiefs on the road, you know, a Super Bowl rematch, big emotional game that all the players, you know, had all their focus on that entire week. Now they come back, they host a sputtering Bills team that has just looked completely underwhelming on this season. And then they turn around next week and they have Cowboys and 49ers. Those are two massive NFC games that will have huge implications. So 
Is any spot that this Eagles team kind of lets their guard down a little this season, this is going to be it. And we've seen the line move in favor of the Bills from three and a half down to three. I don't have a ton of faith in Josh Allen and this Bills team, um, but they're kind of desperate for a strong performance and a bounce back win. Uh, they've the offensive line's done a really good job at protecting Josh Allen. I believe that they lead the league in sacks allowed, um, and then defensively, third in sacks per game. So, the Bills have to be the side that I take here. I don't love it, but I don't love the spot for Philly. Right. When the hook was there, I think it was fairly Mm -hmm. obvious uh, that the Bills were definitely the play there just because like Josh Allen has been playing well. Yes, the defense is certainly injured and they are struggling to stop just about anybody. I get that. And with Josh Allen, yeah, some of the turnovers uh, have been bad, but I don't know how many of them are his fault. A lot of it is him, you know, dealing with receivers outside of Stefan Diggs who we probably just don't trust very much, notably Gabe Davis and several others. But to me, this is something where, you know, Josh Allen still has a higher ceiling than most any quarterback in the National Football League. And you do have to trust that at the end of the day. Yeah, this Eagles defense uh, can be mighty scary. But at the same time, when you look at kind of what the Bills have to do to make the playoffs, they got to win games like these, right? Like the Eagles, you know, short week, fresh off an emotional win over Kansas City, all that stuff. But you got to win games like these. And if you are still clutching onto your priors that the Bills are going to make the playoffs, then this is probably one where you want to go all in and probably back the Bills on the money line. I am not exactly going to do that, but I still think at uh, Bills plus three, I think that's a more than comfortable look. Not to mention that the Eagles offensively have had to rearrange the you know, musical chairs, so to speak, uh, by not having Dallas Goddard out there, uh, going to four wide receiver personnel a good bit more. It's one of the reasons why AJ Brown is kind of falling back down to reality. So that to me is also significant that at some point dealing with four receivers out there on the field, some point, I think that does take away from the overall efficiency uh, that Jalen Hurts and company could put together. Well, and we saw A.J. Brown kind of struggle last week. So maybe that continues um, again this weekend. Yeah, you make some good points, Ed, with that uh, receiving core. I I just, it's so ugly to want to back a Bills team that has been so up and down and just not what we expected this season. But if there is any time Mm -hmm. for them to get the win, and maybe maybe taking them on the money line is is the way to go. You get a little bit more value there. If you think that they're going to stay within uh, the spread, that's probably a better option is just to go with the money line. Maybe that's what I do in this one. No, I I think that's a good play in general. And when it comes to props in this game, one I want to get your opinion on, Josh Allen under 26 and a half rushing yards. I do wonder with Joe Brady being there that they try and rely on running backs to get the carries a little bit more, protect Josh Allen a little bit more, and then say, like, use the middle of the field with the passing game. Those are the priorities, not so much Josh Allen being a runner. Right. I feel like Josh Allen, when he goes over his rushing props, it's because he's forced to use his legs and have to scramble. He might not have to do that a whole lot against this Eagles team today. If you look at what he's done rushing wise recently, what did you say his number was that for today? 26 and a half. Yeah, he hasn't gone over that in the last two. He had two games in which he did, but that was against uh, Cincinnati and Tampa Bay. Otherwise, he has not gone over this in one, two five, seven of his last nine. So 
I think that mm -hmm. that is probably a, a good play to look at. Maybe look at an interception for him as well, though. Might throw that in there. Okay. Just because <laughs> you don't trust the receivers, they'll bounce off of his of their hands Just or something because. like that. Yeah. You, you feel sorry for Josh Allen at some point. This is Back to All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we transition to college football. Which bets for rivalry week will mid-major Matt be placing? We'll go over his card right here on the BetQL Network.